Hey, special ed teachers. In today's episode, I will be sharing five steps to handling a special education student's physical or aggressive behavior in the moment. But before we get into it, I want to be sure that if you want to become an insider, you need to join my email list now. You'll get all the latest episodes, be the first to know when a new weekly episode drops, and the first to know of any offers. The link will be in the show notes to join the email list. All right, let's get into the show. Hey, special ed teachers. Welcome to Stepping into Special Education. Are you confused with writing IEPs? Need a system to track data? Are you up late Googling strategies for behavior management? Do you wake up with huge goals only to feel that you're not doing enough? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too teach special ed in a low socioeconomic community. I too wanted more connection with my special needs families. I wanted help with IEP meetings and needed more training with behaviors. And I kept asking myself, am I even doing a good job? Until I finally found the right strategies and support. In this podcast, you will find guidance with IEPs, behavior strategies, and SPED support so that you will know you've made an impact. So grab your iced coffee, clipboard, and your favorite pen. It is time to get things started. The topic on handling physical or aggressive behavior is a hot topic. I am aware this is something that we cannot take lightly, right? Some things I talk about may not be what you believe to be the right way, or we may have a difference of opinion, which is totally okay. The best advice I can give you here is to always be sure to consult with your SPED department and your site admin for next steps. But I know this topic is needed because I have had teachers ask me, Michelle, what do I do if my class just goes off with behaviors and I'm by myself? And another teacher mentioned to me that they need more training in physical aggression. With behaviors, whether good or not so good, as SPED teachers, we get them all, right? So being prepared and having a plan of action is the best thing you can do, which is what I hope to share with you today. And also just a reminder to all of you, my experience in special education is purely based on being in the mild to moderate setting in the elementary grades ranging from kinder through six. All right. I remember being in my first couple years of teaching kinder through second grade in the mild moderate classroom. And during a whole group lesson, I would have a student who would crawl all over the floor, barking, imitating a dog. And if he began barking in the ear of another particular student, he would trigger that student and would, and that student would scream, yell, and become so upset, he would get up and flip a desk over. And mind you, both of these students were in first grade. Also, unfortunately, my aide at the time would call off pretty often. So I would be on my own with about 15 little ones with a couple of them having high behavior issues. I didn't know what to do. And I became so burnt out 
with only three years of teaching under my belt, I was already contemplating leaving my career that I worked so hard and long to get. But it wasn't until I built a stronger school community of colleagues, got the support, but most importantly, got the proper training I needed and still continually need. So now I'm more aware of what to do. It's not perfect, you guys, and I'm still learning something new all the time. But knowing what to do and having a plan can help. Before I get into the steps to handling a special education student's physical or aggressive behavior in the moment, again, I want to make sure I give another disclaimer. I am not a behavior specialist or specifically trained in one certain method, just a special ed teacher like you. The steps I'm about to tell you are purely based on my own experience with different trainings that I've had. If you have any questions at all, please confer with your site administrator or the special ed department for your district to advise you on what further steps to take or training that is available to help you with physical and or aggressive behaviors. All right, so here we go. Five steps to handling a special education student's physical or aggressive behavior in the moment. For step number one is to call the office. Sometimes you might have your aide there, like I was describing earlier. Sometimes they may not be there, probably on their break or lunch break, but to ensure that that you get the help that you need, you need to call the office when an aggressive behavior is occurring. Admin are there to help support you, the safety of the other students, and the student with the behavior themselves. Also, um, think about like, do you have a radio to or a walkie-talkie to radio over the admin? Maybe ask for a radio from them if you are experiencing some behaviors that the certain year with the physical and possibly running out of the area. When I was running the special day class upper grade, I did have runners or there was students that had physical behaviors as well. And it was so helpful to have that radio on hand just in case we needed that immediate assistance from admin or somebody in the office to hear us so they could go ahead and contact um, assistance to help us at the moment. With calling someone from the office and having admin be there, it is so important that you need a witness to the behavior that is happening, not just to protect you, but with all the students as well. All right. So for step number one, call the office. The next step to handling a special education student's physical or aggressive behavior in the moment for step number two is to exit the classroom. For me, when a situation occurs, I have my aide take the rest of the students out of the classroom ASAP as soon as possible for their safety. If I'm by myself and after calling the office, it's safer to bring all the kids out of that classroom as soon as possible, but keep close attention to the student with the behavior issues inside the classroom while the behavior is occurring. Sometimes I would just go ahead and just prop the door open while the rest of my students are outside. You can go ahead and knock on your colleague's door to let them know that you need assistance and to call the office or 
have a game plan on choosing a responsible student to go get help from the closest teacher. It was great when I worked in the special day classroom and I taught the upper grade elementary SDC class and right across was the lower grade SCC class. And we were one big support system and the staff in that room already knew what to do. Here's the big caveat. The student might and will destroy items in your classroom. I've had students work ripped up, chairs and desks thrown, bulletin boards ripped down, but guess what? Let them, okay? Let the student tear up your class, you guys. I know you're like, ah, you're shocked because I understand how hard you work just to put all of those things up. But y'all, safety is more important than decor. All right, let me say that again. Safety is more important than decor or decorations. The next step to handling a special education student's physical or aggressive behavior in the moment is step number three, utilize your aids. As SPED teachers, we are very fortunate to have other adults in the classroom with us that are hopefully trained and can help assist you during times of behavioral issues. Be proactive and seek training with or for your aides. The admin or SPED department may be able to direct you to the district training they are recommending. Like I've mentioned before, even having a game plan with the other SPED classrooms on campus, if you do have any more, to team up with the teachers and their aides to help support you when you need it, and then vice versa. In special ed, we tend to be on our own island sometimes, right? But if you are fortunate to join forces and work together, you know you'll have that support, which is amazing. I want to reiterate with what I said before that utilizing your aids and their support is great, but again, it's best to have them as another witness to the situation to protect yourself and the rest of the students. All right. So for step number three, utilize your aids. All right. After the dust has settled, you got the support you needed. The situation was handled by admin and and your support team. The next step to handling a special education student's physical or aggressive behavior in the moment is step number four, to document, document, document. There's a popular saying that I tell myself and others to this day that if it's not written down, it never happened. Okay, if it's not written down, it never happened. I have come across so many situations, even with myself, that when these incidents happen and you do not document that right away, the next day goes by and then more lesson plans or then or either more incidences has happened. And then when the time comes where the situation has gotten way worse, you report it to your admin or your special ed department and they will ask you, you know, have you documented how many times this has happened? Or is there something that we can look at online that all these situations has happened and it's not there? It's really hard to back up what you need 
further along for the student or even for yourselves in the classroom and the other students. It's so important to document, document, document to give yourself a stronger case. You can do this by creating a paper or digital paper trail of incidences that can help you with receiving further support when the time comes. Let me give you a quick example. I remember my early years of teaching and I kept a handwritten journal of documentation for a student that had behavioral issues from another class that I used to teach on the same campus. The school psychologist that arrived that year, much more experienced, and he just happened to be there, was assigned to our school. Honestly, one of the best I've ever had. Asked me more questions about the student the year after, since there were still issues occurring that was happening with the next teacher and that the psychologist had observed with the student. I let the psych know that I wrote everything down in a journal, a type of like anecdotal notes, right? And he asked to see it and I gave it to him to look over. Unfortunately, when I taught that class, I felt I wasn't getting the support I needed. But what I did do was document, document, document. Well, that journal of documentation gave the psych what he needed to provide more intensive support for that child. The school psych was so grateful and genuinely apologized for the year I didn't get any support. I know to some, an apology may not do anything, but to me at that very moment, that apology meant the world to me during one of the most difficult years I experienced as a SPED teacher. So when documenting, be sure to date it, put a time range of when the incident happened and how long it lasted. And also with the incident itself, make sure to only include the facts, no opinions in there. I will talk more about this in another episode. So remember for step number four to document, document, document. The next step to handling a special education student's physical or aggressive behavior in the moment is to step number five, don't take it personal. Please, please, please never take it personal when a behavioral or aggressive situation occurred, even if you felt like you triggered it, because that has happened, right? How I like to think about it now and what I always refer to is um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. According to simplypsychology.org, they state that Maslow's hierarchy of needs is a motivational theory in psychology that's comprised of a five-tier model of human needs, often depicted as a hierarchical, I can't even say that word, hierarchical levels within a pyramid. From the bottom of the pyramid, the hierarchy upwards, the needs are number one, physiological needs, which is food and clothing. The next one up is safety, or for instance, job security. Next is love and belonging needs like friendship, then self-esteem, and then at the very top, self-actualization. Needs lower down in the hierarchy must be satisfied before individuals can attend to needs higher up. So I'm always referring to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I always think about, you know, did the student eat breakfast this morning? Are they hungry? Are they tired? 
Is there any other social, emotional issues happening? Did something happen at home that they brought it over and carried over to school, right? I love analyzing behavior and remembering going back to an FBA, also known as a functional behavior assessment, way, way back in college. I'm not even sure if they even still use this this acronym, but it's called SEAT. If any type of behavior occurs, there is a type of communication that the student is trying to communicate to us, right? Not verbally, but in their behavior. And so this acronym SEAT stands for S, sensory, E, escape, A, attention, or T, tangible. It's one of those four things that the student is trying to communicate when a behavior occurs. So when I think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs and then also the acronym SEAT, I remember to not take things personal or not take the situation personal and think about what was the whole reason why this even occurred in the first place. All right. So for step number five, do not take it personal. Now I have a bonus tip, a bonus tip to handling a special education student's physical or aggressive behavior in the moment. And the bonus tip is if you noticed, I never mentioned any type of physical restraint at all because restraint is the very last thing that you should do. I repeat, the last thing you should do. It needs to be someone, either could be yourself or other staff members on campus that are highly trained to do these, all right? Other prevention strategies must be used first to de-escalate any behavior. Only, only in the case where a child is harming themselves or others, then a person or staff member who has been highly trained in these situations and referring to your admin or special ed department can and should advise you on the next steps of what to do. I will go ahead and link in the show notes a company that I know of that specializes in training school district staff members for physical and or aggressive behaviors. So just to reiterate, the bonus tip is that physical restraint is the very, very last thing you should do. And only if your staff or yourself has been highly trained on this situation. All right. I know that was a ton of information. I probably got those wheels turning in your mind right now of things and situations that has happened, or maybe you might agree with some of the, th- the things that I shared today, or you may not. But like I said before, the main thing that I can advise you on is to be sure to refer to your site admin and or the special ed department of your district for any type of training or advice on this issue, okay? All right, so to recap, the five steps to handling a special education student's physical or aggressive behavior in the moment is number one, call the office. Number two, exit the classroom. Number three, utilize your aids. After the situation has been calmed down and everything's all good, step number four, document, document, document. And then step number five, don't take it personal. And then for my bonus tip, again, for physical restraint, 
if a fully trained and approved by your school district and site admin, it is only used as a last resort. I repeat, physical restraint is a last resort, only if the student is in danger of themselves or others. All right, if you have any questions, please hop on over to the Facebook group. If you're not part of it yet, you can find it at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed, or the link will be in the show notes. Go ahead and click on the link and answer the questions first to get into the free private Facebook group. And remember, if you want to become an insider, go join my email list now. You'll get all the latest updates the first to know when a new weekly episode drops and the first to know of any offers. The link to join my email list will be in the show notes as well. All right, my friend, see you soon for another episode of Stepping Into Special Education. Take care and have a great week. Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend. Take care.